The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Well, I made it to episode two, so uh, this must be a decent thing. Chris, thank you so much for joining me on, on this uh, this edition, this episode of Eat Sleep List, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, dude. I'm actually, I'm very happy to be on this. I love, love the premise. Um, so yeah, this is going to be cool. I like it. It's going to be fun, man. Uh, you know, you and I have talked a bunch and I explained this a little bit in my first episode last week about yeah. how the network, we love our pop culture, man. We love our oh, yeah. pop culture and it is everywhere. I it feel is- like that's how we all bond. It is. Oh, 100% it is. My voice just cracked a little bit. Uh, it, it 100% is. But we all, you know, you and I have talked. We need more lifestyle, a little bit more lifestyle on the show and yeah. uh, and for the network, for the network. And so this is a good one. I, I was just thinking and I was like, there's nobody I want more as my first guest than you. That's uh, awesome, dude. Because, you know, honestly, like you and I, we talk a lot. We talk a lot, mm-hmm. but a lot of our conversations revolve around podcasting, pro mm-hmm. wrestling, pop culture, movies, stuff like that. You and I, I don't, I think it's been like a, if if any, you know, if we've ever done it before, it's been a long time since you and I just had a casual, casual conversation about something completely outside of the realm of podcasting. It's really, it's really weird, but. Yeah. Yeah. It so. is. It is. <laughs> when you say it that way, you start to think about it. You're like, I mean, I know we've had conversations about other things here and there, oh, yeah. but not nothing too deep because again, a lot of our main interests are these things. So that's normally where you, your conversations, you know, kind of veer to. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. So I'm really glad you were able, you're able to uh, be a part of this. And for the listeners, I want you guys to know a little bit about Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little top, quick top five list out of him. Uh, but Chris is the he's the guy. He's the man. He's the man. <laughs> but don't tell Becky Lynch or Ric Flair that because they might sue him. Uh, he's yeah. the man around here at the network. All right, he is the the manager. Him and uh, Anthony Mullen helped create this wonderful network that we are a part of. And this is actually the network's five-year anniversary not this exact mm-hmm. month and time but this is the fifth year of the network and chris has created a ton of shows uh he's co-host of several himself of course harley kayfabe which i'm a part of history creeps mm-hmm. uh chris and anthony just can't stop and you also have the uh was the i forgot what the name the one with uh sean my apologies no you're good silence your phones silence your phones that's what it is so he's got a lot and he's also had a lot of shows previously to this so uh but I'm really excited again to get his take on on our main topic today. But first and foremost, Chris, uh, for this top five list that I want for you to introduce yourself, uh, right. what are top the top five things that really define you as a person? Oh, okay, uh, and to keep podcasting out of it, right? Because that's an obvious. So, I mean, top you five could, things that make but, me yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm used to doing this because I'll tell you, uh, I'm a trainer at, at the job I work at, and um, that's part of my job is training new hires. And I do this; it's part of you know uh, breaking the ice when you have a bunch of people in a room. You do this kind of thing where you tell them a, a little bit about yourself, and maybe tell them three things a lot of people might not know about you, kind of thing. So, right, right. five things about me. Here we go. Five things about me. Um, I play acoustic guitar. I play guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was 16 years old. Um, and me and a buddy at one point, uh, arranged an, the, the entire, uh, dark side of the moon by Pink Floyd acoustic. So oh, that's wow. one cool thing about me. Uh, another thing that makes, uh, makes up a thing about me is, um, let's see, I love travel. So this is going to be a great episode to be on. <laughs> I love to travel. My wife and I took a 28 day cross country road trip, 
uh, a while back where we both just kind of rented a car and decided to go and every day just figured out where we wanted to go next. And it took us around the country. So it was a good time. Um, let's see. I'm a huge fan of soccer. Manchester United is my team. Uh, I grew up that way. My dad is from South America, so I grew up watching soccer, and it was a bigger sport in my house than than most. So uh, that's another thing about me. Let's see. Um, man, music is my religion, man. Aside from playing it, I absolutely love music. I love all types of music, but I, one of my biggest passions is collecting bootlegs, uh, live performances of bands that aren't official releases. So I have oh, a huge, okay. yeah, I've got a huge collection of bootleg performances. Um, man, I have a, I'm also a Grateful Dead fan. So I've got like full tours by those guys from the 60s, 70s, uh, 80s and 90s. So um, my father-in-law yeah. loves them. My father-in-law hey. loves Grateful Dead. He has probably so many shirts. We sit in their shed, you know, a shed and, and, and quote unquote, relax, listening to Grateful Dead all the time. Dude, so the no, that's, good that's stuff, awesome. It's good stuff. <laughs> um, and let's see, lastly, number five, uh, man, my dogs and my cat, man, I'm a big animal lover. And, uh, I mean, my wife obviously means the world to me as well. Of but course. My dogs and my cat are like, you know, they're my world, man. They're, they're my kids. And so, uh, I'm a big, big animal lover, big, uh, advocate for animals, um, I remember growing up reading Animal Farm and really connecting to the line, uh, four legs good, two legs bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's me, man. That's me in a nutshell. Five okay. things about me. Very good. So there you have it. That actually went pretty smooth. I, you know, I've never actually heard you play the guitar before. I've seen pictures. I've seen the guitar. <laughs> I think some a fan of one of your shows made a guitar for you or yeah. he custom painted it. Uh, but I actually have never not heard you play guitar before, so that's that's uh, that's yeah, something I have to, to change, sometimes. man. It, it will have to change. We'll have a that's, nice little fire when all this COVID stuff's done, and we can get together and hang out. I'm down for it. I'm definitely down for it. Uh, so the reason why I brought Chris on is, well, obviously we're going to make a, uh, an even bigger list now. We're going to each going to bring. Uh, we're going to do top ten places that we want to see travel to before we, you know, before we hang up the boots of life, right? Yes. Uh, you know, travel is such an important thing. It's actually like the almost the the, the underlying theme of this show. Uh, traveling is such an important aspect of my life, and I, I miss being able to travel. You know, I'm very grateful. The older that I've gotten, I've gotten to see a lot more places that I've always wanted to see. But there's so many more. There's so many more places I want to visit. There really, truly is, man. It's. I wish there was more time, and I wish I had more money. Mm-hmm. I, I would legit, if I could, I would take a year off to just go travel and see the world. I really, really would. It actually yeah. almost made it hard to narrow it down to 10 places for this episode, just listing 10 each. Uh, it was very, very difficult. I was like cutting, subtracting some out. I was putting some in, and um, but fun regardless. So I'm excited to hear what you got. I'm excited to discuss it with you. I'm here, excited to talk about what I have. Uh, so let's get into it, and um, let's tune our radio into our fun little royalty-free and copyright-free uh, radio station real quick. Uh, Chris, you want to start us off with yes. this one? What is your number 10 destination or place that you want to see before you, uh, you know, before it's all said and done? All right, yeah. Uh, number 10 for me coming in strong is the uh, island country of Ireland. Um, is one of the is one of the biggest biggest places that I've always wanted to see as a kid. I remember just fe- thinking it was this magical kind of land, you know, just rolling green hills of nothing but four leaf clovers and 
and uh, you know leprechauns. Um, but I don't know. I've always, you know what I mean. I've always had a fascination with this with this country, and and uh, I've had friends that have gone to visit, and the stories that they bring back, and just the beauty that they talk about, and you know how nice it is, and the great time they had. It just it kept putting it higher and higher on my list of places to want to go. So it definitely breaks my top ten coming in at number ten, Ireland. That's a good one. Uh, I had a fr- I, I as well have a co- had a couple friends who went there. He actually showed me. He did. He took a GoPro with him. Uh, and he he went to I think it was Blarney Castle or something like that. He spent like a week. It was him and his wife's honeymoon, uh, but he spent a week there. And he showed me the the inside of this castle, and I'm just like, oh man, right? Uh, it's that's like my le- like. I, I'm proud to be an American stuff, but we don't have cool castles like that here. Like Europe. <laughs> I'm telling and, you, yeah. In Asia, like they have really cool locations like that. You know, the, the only castle I've ever been to, like, uh, it's like a, it's a small, it's like Warner Castle in Rochester, and mm. it's so small, you can't even go inside unless you're like booking a, a venue uh, or, you know, booking it for like a wedding or some kind of party or anything like that. But man, I would love to go see a castle uh, yeah. in, in Ireland. It's. Yeah. Being a being a fan, I'm a huge fan of history as well. So yeah. just knowing that you know those are the kinds of structure, those are historic structures. Those things have been around for so long. That's definitely a draw, man. The castles. No, that's a that's a great one to start this list off. Um, yeah, here's my number ten then. Uh, the Oregon Redwoods Trail. Ooh, always want to see that. The furthest west I've ever been whether it be plane or driving, uh, was Des Moines, Iowa. That's the farthest west I've ever been. And, you know, growing up, I got to hear all about how my, my dad, that was, a, that was nothing for him. They would take two-week road trips cross-country from, he grew up here in Niagara Falls, they go to California, uh, where my, I think my grandfather was staying at for a little, you know, he was residing there for a little bit. My, my uncles eventually did too, but they, what they would do is they pack up in their little station wagon, my grandparents, then my my dad and his three siblings, uh, and they would drive cross country to California and, and or like Oregon, like places up there. Like he's seen all of that, and I'm so jealous that I have not gotten to do that yet. Uh, but it's definitely something I wanted to do. I, I like, you know, again, I like traveling. I like nature, and I mean, you hear it all the time. Like you just see seeing images. I'm sure doesn't do the Redwoods Trail any justice at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it's like a. I, I'm trying to picture it because I, I just love hiking, right? Hiking woodsy areas. There's not too much of that around here where we live in Western New York. So uh, to be able to do that someday, I would very, I would just spend a day, a couple days, set up camp or what. I'm not sure what camping rules out there, but I would, I would definitely do it. It's definitely something I want to cross off my uh, my bucket list someday. Very nice, dude. Yeah, Oregon's really nice. I, when we were on our uh, road trip, we went down the coast. And we actually oh. drove. The, you know the movie Goonies. You've ever seen the movie? Oh Goonies? yeah, oh yeah. It was filmed. It was filmed in Astoria, uh, in in Oregon. And we actually okay. drove down there, and we drove um, through Cannon Beach as well. And Cannon Beach is the seat is the beach where that giant rock is st- sticking out of the ocean. Okay. In Goonies, where where they hold the little you know that little bloom up to try to match the rocks up in the holes. <laughs> like yeah. that that whole thing is out there. We went out there, and I made sure that we had to stop at that beach. I had to get a picture of the of the boulders out in the water. It was a good time, dude. It's a, it's a it's a I love the state. I thought it was a very nice state, at least the parts we drove through. But I don't think we got a chance to go through that that trail. I think that'd be awesome. That would be phenomenal. Someday. Someday, hopefully. Uh, someday. All right, my friend. What is your number nine? Number nine. We're going to head. Uh, we're gonna stay out over in the European area. I've always wanted to check out Amsterdam. 
for the obvious reasons, okay? Like everybody <laughs> talks about when in Rome, right? Like when in Amsterdam, oh, yeah. you gotta you gotta be like Amsterdam. But it's also you know one of the more beautiful European cities. It's it's a cleaner European city from a lot of the things I've heard. Uh, apparently, like everybody bicycles everywhere there. It, it's just it's, to me it, again, it's kind of like. It's kind of like that mythical land. When I, the more I hear about it, it's like I gotta go check this place out because it just sounds so awesome. Um, I've heard of, about fields of just gorgeous, you know, beautiful flowers, uh, you know, rolling hills, and then the towns, you know, themselves are nice throughout. So yeah, Amsterdam is definitely on my list. That's a good one. My sister-in-law went there. She's a flight attendant out of New Jersey, and she took uh, my father-in-law there for probably obvious reasons as well uh <laughs> but no you said it was a wonderful it was a wonderful you know it's a it's a nice little place and that's i, I think that's the fun of europe i guess as you get like you get little towns and just places like yeah. that you know uh no that's a fun one that's a fun see i've never even been to europe and there's gonna be a lot of places where i'd have to fly to uh on this yeah list. same actually, here actually i think aside from one on this list every other place i'd have to fly to but uh, I would definitely love to leave the country to go see some of these. My number I just nine. Reali- oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just realized I would have to. I have to fly to all of mine as well. Like, if there's not <laughs> one that I'm driving. I mean, I guess maybe it's because I did, took the road trip. There's still a whole lot in this country I want to see. Right. When I'm making a list, it's always of, of places outside of the country. <laughs> I just it's because my like my parents never loved flying. They hate flying. Yeah, like my mom's terrified of it. When. We drive down to Disney every time we ever we've been out of Disney ten times, and every time we've driven down, made the twenty one wow. hour trek. So like we don't fly, we haven't flied much. I, I probably only flown like a handful number of times, so wow. uh, I haven't had the opportunity to kind of go to these places yet. Uh, my number nine is it's in India, and I want I've always wanted to go see the Taj Mahal. Oh. I've seen, like, me being a photography guy, too, I've always seen some really, like, beautiful, like, sunrise pictures with the little the little lake in the front and just the, I think from an architectural standpoint, I think it's just really, really impressive and, and beautiful. Uh, especially, you know, someone who grew up, you know, seeing, like, with a lot of things from, Indi- in, you know, Indian culture. Uh, you know, of course, I know Atlanta doesn't take place there. It takes place in a fictional world. But, like, that style of architecture mm-hmm. is reflected in the Taj Mahal. Or actually, I think it's, it would probably be the other way around. Aladdin's architecture is, you know, based off what we see from yeah. buildings like the Taj Mahal. It just seems like this wonderful, peaceful little, you know, peaceful little area, and it's, it's this historic building. Uh, and and I think it'd be, yeah, it'd be really cool to to go see that. Uh, you know, just like I said, pictures are everything for me. Like I, a picture really does say a thousand words and when i see like sunrise pictures of the taj mahal even night pictures nighttime pictures mm-hmm. i'm like man i would love to see that in person would love to see that in person so uh, so yeah that's one of my uh that's that's my number nine i agree man i've always wanted to see the taj mahal as well seeing it pictures is one of those it's it's uh it's one of those things I feel like in person will take your breath away. Yeah. And then when you really, like if you know that, I think, I, I don't know if it's it's, it's a, a, you know, like one of these kind of stories that was tied to it or if it's true, but I'd always heard that the Taj Mahal itself, that entire structure, the, the whole thing, the way the thing looks, the whole design, and the way the reason it was all put together was because the prince was doing it for the woman he loved, like the this woman he loved or his wife. It was like his way of showing his love to her by building this palace. Can you imagine that, dude? Like, you give your <laughs> wife, like, earrings or a pendant for her birthday. This I'm dude slacking. builds a palace. I know. He has Don't, a palace I, built. 
I can't let my wife listen to this, or I'm going to have to build her a palace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a cool romantic little story, though, and I've had, I think I have heard that before. Um, I mean, that's 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 pretty. I mean, that's a that's a cool reason to to, to have a building uh, to make a building, I guess. But definitely, oh, yeah, little- imagine the the shots you'd get there, man. That's it's just a, a breathtaking views. I would have a field day. I would have an absolute field day with that place. Nice. Oh, man. Uh, all right, number eight, my friend. What do you got? Number eight. We're going to stay over in Europe because I've always wanted to go to Italy um, for the obvious reasons. There's, I mean, they have all the different t- – it's hard to pick a town, but there's so many different towns I've heard of out there that, you know, you go to and they have their own kind of character. Um, you know, the beauty, the, you know, the, just the, the – again, the way the land is, the hills, the, just the architecture, um, but the food – Right, like everyone always talks about the food, and when you go there, it just it'll blow you away to have just some of their their the best Italian food. Um, so yeah, I've always wanted to go to Italy. I've always thought it was kind of this, you know, again romanticized in my head because you don't really know until you go. But it always just seems so kind of um, I don't know if if it's the same for you. But when I think of these things, the reason they're on my list is because. It, they have the right combination of all the things I want to experience, so they seem like perfect places to go. And Italy, for some reason, has always felt like that perfect place to go. Yeah, I know what you mean. And and I mean, it, for, for like listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, like there, there's all sorts of aspects when you travel that you want to experience, right? Yeah. Some people want to see, you know, that you want to try the food. You want to kind of yep. get a taste, a taste of the culture, not just eating, but yeah. you want food and f- drink. Food and drink. Uh, I mean, drink. Always, it's always a fun one. Uh, yeah. The architecture. Some for some people, a lot of like natural. There's a lot mm-hmm. of natural things, or maybe there's some kind of like monument or, or something. But you just when you go there, you want to be wrapped up in that culture and and, and take it in. I, yeah. I've done that. I feel like going on cruises. That's something I've done. Like going to these these places in the Caribbean and stuff. And you know, you kind of get wrapped up in their culture. It's very, very different, and that's like that's it's a it's a life changing experience almost in a way. These yeah. cultures all over the place are very, very different. When you go get to see them and experience them to their full potential, it's uh, it's really quite amazing. It really is, it's, especially if you do the kind of uh, not where you kind of stay away from a resort. You know what I mean? Where you're actually kind of immersing yourself. So, yes. like when you go down to the little cafe, and that's my in my head. I see myself in Italy. You know, waking up in the morning and walking down to a little cafe and grabbing some coffee and sitting there and just kind of watching people and. And eating some breakfast, and you know, listening to people speaking Italian, and it just—it's—it's one of those things, man. I love it, man. It's one of the things about travel. If you haven't traveled, if you have never done this, you don't understand it until you do. And there is a thing as as being bitten by a travel bug. Once you do it, it's like you want to see what else is there, what other versions of of this experience are is out there in the world. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I couldn't agree more with that statement, Chris. Excellent. So now on to my number eight. This is my last uh, continental United States uh, one that we have. Well, just United States one, period. Uh, Well, no, it is continental. I'm sorry. Uh, But Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. That's probably one Uh, thing. uh, Architecturally beautiful. Something else like my dad got to see, like... I'm so jealous of my dad's childhood <laughs> about how, how much they got to travel. He got to see like the St. Louis Arches and, mm-hmm. and 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 just so much more. Like he's seen Star Wars in that uh, that Chinese theater in California. He's seen the first Star oh. Wars movie in that Chinese. I forgot what it's called, but that that in, in Los Angeles, I think it's Hollywood, called the Chinese Theater. I think, I think it's, it's it might it's called. legit just be called that. 
He, but he's seen that there. He's seen the original Star Wars movie. Uh, and, and not to, like, not my parents, I'm grateful for everywhere they've ever taken me, but a lot of my experiences have been, like, theme parks, like Disney, Universal Studios. We did Washington. Uh, we did a couple other places. But, like, you know, again, historical guy. I love reading up about the presidents and, and this and that. And it's, it's really, like, architecturally very impressive. Very impressive uh, to think that they carved out, like, these perfect, picture-perfect faces in a rock, in a mountain. Yeah. Uh, so that's something I've always wanted to do. I've actually I try, I Google mapped it a couple times. I was like, oh, maybe I can just go there for a weekend. It's not a quick drive by any means. No, not at all. South, South <laughs> Dakota is a little, little ways away. Uh, but it, that is something I've always wanted to knock off my bucket list uh, just to just to kind of see that because it's from what I hear, it's pretty majestic. Uh, I've seen it in all sorts of different things, movies, TV shows, uh, so much more. And, and plus, too, like how many conversations? I don't know if you've had many conversations like this, but everybody always likes to talk about the Mount Rushmore of things, right? Mount Rushmore yeah. for our sake, Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Uh, I mm-hmm. do Mount Rushmore as a pro football all the time. Uh, it'd be just cool to kind of see that and take that experience in, and, and maybe it, it'll mean even more. That conversation yeah. will mean even more to me than it already does. Uh, we saw it on our road trip. We definitely we got to go there and, and check it out. I'll tell you there, there was one thing about it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. It's blo- it blows you away when you see it. Uh, you know, with every because every time you look at it, it's usually framed, right? It's on TV or it's a yep. photo, so it's framed. You don't really see the openness around it. You don't see you don't see the entire mountain it's actually on. You just see you know the peak, that area that it's carved into. Right. Um, so when you go to see this in person from where you're where you're able to go to the observing deck at first it's almost underwhelming. It's almost like, "Oh, really? It doesn't look as big as I you see it on everything." But then you have to remind yourself everything we're seeing in movies and TV, it's all zoomed in. It's completely zoomed in because it's me- when you realize, "Okay, but that's still a mountain that I'm looking at and it okay, the mountain's over there, so it doesn't look like it's, you know, towering above me, but that's still a mountain." So to scale, those things are massive on the side of that thing. Uh, so then, when you sit there and actually stare at it, it'll it'll blow you away, man. But I remember first time getting there, just kind of going, "Wait, what? That's all?" And I was like, "Oh, wait, because it's it's farther away from us. It's not like we can go right up to it. There's no deck or anything that's like right up to it. You know what I mean?" Right, right. But yeah, dude, it's 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 amazing. It is it is an amazing thing. Like it was a very very cool experience, and I would say if you had that's got to be something you do, man, because. Don't 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 deprive. If that's something you're into, don't deprive yourself. Literally, take yourself a week and say, "I'll have to go" because I'm going to do it for a week. It's not not a weekend, but take the extra time. Right? No, I definitely got to. I'm sure it wouldn't take much convincing on the wife's side either. She loves to travel too, so oh, um, you know, I'll have to I'll have to twist her arm a little bit. Uh, all right, moving on, my man. Number seven, what you got? Number seven. Um, again, this is a lot. A lot of these are European because I've always wanted to go to Europe. There's a lot in Europe I want to see. Uh, but number seven is Greece. And mm, Greece. Yep. My brother went to Greece uh, last year, and the pictures he was sending back. Oh my god! I just. I. I don't know. It. It really feels like that could be heaven on earth. The water was just ridiculously blue, and then the way it contrasts because the way they have their houses and there's these little like villages and stuff built on the side of, of these these mountains and hills um super bright white you know what i mean and it's i don't know it's just, if you've never seen any of these pictures of some of these Gre- grecian towns man it's it's something else uh and he was telling me you know it was, it was an amazing time it was like 
It was like a zero care in the world being there. And obviously, when you're on vacation, you do have zero care. I'm sure there's people who live in Greece that have, you know, the daily stresses of paying bills and going to work <laughs> and doing that. Right. But when you get to go and travel and experience something different, um, you don't have to worry about that. So you get to actually appreciate and be in the moment. So you get to feel the sun, feel the water, smell the air, see the people around you, look at the sights. And yeah, he was telling me how awesome it was. And that immediately just went straight up into my top tens. I was like, this has got to be a place I go to. There's got There's no excuse why I don't get out here aside from... All this crazy quarantining stuff, but there's no, uh, you know, there's no excuse that I don't go. So Greece nope. is on my list. That's a great one. I have like this this vision of Greece because I've watched so many like, or I've seen like read about ancient Greece, classical Greece, and you know, you've seen it in movies, even though movies don't really capture it perfectly, uh, you know. But I have like this this vision of just. Greece being this, this magnificent place, and of course you got all the r- various ruins of temples of you know long gone, and uh, there's a little bit of everything. There's definitely a lot of history there, and I think that's a that's why I would appreciate going to some place like yeah. that. Uh, plus, just yeah, all the all the culture. Um, all I mean, all I really know Greece from is the ancient day, you know, the ancient classical Greece days. Yeah. So yeah. The, to be able to see it how it is now, I think it would be very very uh, very very spiritually rewarding. So to have a little bit of new and a so. little bit old to it. So. And think about it. I think that's where the, the original Olympic Games were born was Greece, right? It was, yes. Yep. So, I mean, so much history. And, and uh, yeah, right on the top, right up right up there in my top ten. That's a great one, man. Great one. Uh, all right, my number seven. I love me some waterfalls. I love chasing some waterfalls. I live right <laughs> next to a waterfall. Uh, but there's one waterfall that I really, really want to see in my lifetime, and that is Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe. Uh, wow! Yeah, you ever seen pictures of this thing? I have. It's, yeah, it's. I, I Google Earth it all the time, and I try to. I try to get like the 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 horizontal. Where you can actually like. It's like you're there. Uh, mm-hmm. It still doesn't do it any justice. It, I think it's taller than Niagara Falls. If not, it's pretty close. Uh, but the size, the volume of water coming over is way way more intense. Uh, it's. Yeah. I... Again, photography guy. One of my, I talked about this on the first episode. My favorite thing to photograph is waterfalls, and I would love to take my camera to go see Victoria Falls in in Zimbabwe. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it is about waterfalls that I like so much. It's just really cool natural beauty, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but I mean, like I said, I've seen some video, and it's humongous. It's massive. Uh, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if I ever actually got to see it. Like, that's how excited I'd be. It would probably take me a week <laughs> to really get, like, the total satisfaction from it. But this thing is, it's its beautiful. Video, pictures, I'm sure it doesn't do it any justice. But, but yeah. yeah, Victoria Falls is, in Zimbabwe is my number seven. I would say, aside from Niagara Falls, the only real big falls that I've ever seen were out in Oregon, Multnomah Falls. Uh, okay. I actually have a picture of it up in my kitchen. I don't know if you ever saw it uh, when you were at my house, but uh, it, it was it was quite a sight, you know. And, and, I, and I agree with you. There's something about waterfalls. It's it, it, it's like it, it it hits that little thing inside us of that when we were a kid. That those kinds of things fascinated us because in in wor- in the world natural world there's just this running water that just spills over the side of rocks you know and it just sounds so cool and as a kid that's that was always like a fun thing to think about to look at to read at read about um that's nice dude and then victoria why not pick a a better one right that's awesome yeah it doesn't get much bigger than that so yeah that's my number seven man all right what do we got for number six all right we're leaving europe We're, we're going out we're going a little bit further east 
Uh, I've always wanted to go to Japan. Um, Japan, amazing, amazing, you know, history, culture, um, technology, pop culture, uh, food, even the food there I've heard is amazing. I've had friends who have gone to visit. Uh, wrestling, come on, man! A country that yeah. loves wrestling yep. as much as Japan, you know, you know, I gotta go there. Um, yeah, there's always there's so much about that 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 country I want to check out. I want to see Mount Fuji, you know. I want to I want to go and and kind of see where the the the, um, the samurai, you know, because that's where the the feudal times, the samurai and all that stuff, they were all out there. I want to go see that stuff. I want to see the history behind it. I want to taste the foods. I want to go to. So you, I don't. I think it's in Tokyo. You know, you it's a very famous cross street uh, where it's always in movies where it's so big. Right and and it, everything's all neon lights and, and and bright city lights there, but it always you see all these people walking across the streets and it's it's like, have you, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah, I want to go there. I want to go there. I want to be able to walk there. That's my number six as well. I specifically hey. put Tokyo, but honestly, all of Japan is uh, like well worth it. Uh, for all the reasons that like you picked, um, you know, it, it's natural part, and there is natural beauty there, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think most importantly, you know, it is it's the hub of pop culture. Uh, you know, so it's that's something I definitely want to check. Like all my childhood, I grew up Pokemon, Digimon, all that stuff. Go. All that stuff was birthed in like in, in Nintendo, like Nintendo. That's a Japanese product, and uh, and this and that. It was all there, right? Japan is like the hub of that. Uh, you know, I've seen, I see it all the time in, in, in video, you know, movies and TV again, and it's just always just very, it seems like a very, very bright and inviting place. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, no, that's something, that's something I definitely want to go see. So I'm glad it that always matched seemed, up very well. Yeah. It always seems like it's, uh, it's, it's on the, it, uh, uh, like ahead of everything in technology, right? It always seems like the robotics and like the, the, I don't know. It seems so futuristic to me. And I always, it, to me, it seems awesome. But then they, there's that other side of it where you go out into the countryside and then you get these absolutely gorgeous cherry blossom trees and these fields and you know what I mean? And, and, and the mountainsides and, uh, yeah, that's awesome, dude. No, excellent. Excellent. So yeah, I'm glad we matched up on that one. So yeah, that's both that's of our cool. number sixes. Uh, what do you got for number five? Number five is the only one that's in the United States that, that I have on my list, uh, but it's because I can't drive there. So um, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii, obviously. You know, the tropics from ever since I was a kid and and I used to watch, I mean, I grew up on television, right? So I'd watch these sitcoms and these TV shows. And do you remember when you'd watch a sitcom and TV show and then part of their storyline is, hey, they're going on vacation and they actually go somewhere like on, on, on location uh, to film? I always loved when they went to like resorts on in Hawaii and they you know watch the luau's and watch the fire dancing and the and the pig roast and and all of that stuff. I remember watching uh, the Brady Bunch. That okay, that that tells how old I am. When I was a kid and I was watching the Brady Bunch, uh, well, it wasn't like first run; it was reruns, obviously. Um, but I remember like the one of the biggest episodes I always remember is the one that where they went to Hawaii and Greg finds this little like amulet that's that's cursed. Um, so I'll always remember that. And, and yeah, dude, Hawaii seems to be one of those places to me, again, a, a kind of a magical location because it's all about, I mean, all about what I've seen in pop culture, TV, uh, music. Okay, music. How about the nice island music, right? While you're sitting out there sipping on a, a Mai Tai or something. Absolutely. Uh, I got to be there. I got to go to Hawaii, dude. <laughs> I feel you. Come on. What a better place to get laid. 
<laughs> I love it, man. That's a great one. Uh, I have Hawaii on my list too. We actually match up on another one. Uh, I grew up in a household. All right, great minds think alike. That's what I mean. It, it, who doesn't want to go to Hawaii, right? I don't want to live there, maybe because the cost right. of living is so high. But I'll definitely travel there. Oh, yeah. uh, so much, so much natural beauty there. So I much want to take the hikes. Hawaii. I don't yes. want to take the hikes up the volcanoes, you know what I mean? Where you can go up to the active volcanoes and go as high as you can before you, you're, you're dangerous. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one of the things I would like to experience. You know, it's very tropical, of course. Uh, yeah. Also there, being a history guy, the Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor is uh, yep. there in Honolulu. So that's something I would always want to go visit and kind of uh, experience that for myself. But yeah. uh, food, like I grew up in a house where like Elvis movies were played all the time, right? And that there was like go. Elvis's like thing. I feel like he was in Hawaii in every single movie he did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you were a star and you were getting a film wherever you wanted, wouldn't you say, "Hey, we should just base them all in Hawaii"? I would definitely do that. I would definitely do that. And him just singing all randomly in Hawaiian shirt. Like I've worn Hawaiian shirts all my life, but never been to Hawaii. It's it's almost it's it's a travesty in a way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's it's another. Like just amazing one, and I think they only do like straight through flights there. I think they like there's only like direct flights through. There's no, uh, it's like a, I think it's like a twelve hour flight straight through. So, uh, but I would definitely love to. Do, you know, again, photography, sunsets, sun, sun rising. Uh, yeah, how could you not want to be there? It's, it just no. seems like just just peaceful. It, like it's old. The older I get, the more I just want to go to places and be at peace. Right. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to go to Get theme parks. I don't want to go to theme parks. I love Disney World. I'll go back again, but it's exhausting. There's a lot of people yeah. there yeah. And, and and this and that. I want to go to a place like Hawaii, which I'm sure there's a lot of people, but there's plenty of things to do where you're not in crowds, right? Hawaii is known for a lot of people, but it's not known for being a crowded place, right? right. I actually, I don't think I've ever seen like a like a huge parade mod with people. I don't think I've ever seen an image of that from Hawaii. So, but that's yeah, that would be yeah. So we're in agreement, Sarah, with number five. Uh, excellent, excellent. What do you got for your number four? My number four, back to Europe, is <laughs> Spain. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to check out Spain, and the only reason this has ever been put on my list is because. Uh, my dad and his wife and my brother have gone on separate occasions. So my dad and my, his wife have gone a few times, um, and they stayed at different places when they went each time. And every single time they came back, it was like three thousand pictures on their phone. And it was one. And here's the thing: you, there's always that joke of when people go on vacation and they have you know company over. They're like, "Hey, let's pull out the pictures from vacation." And the company's <laughs> just kind of like, "Ugh, right?" Yeah, yeah. I my mom was notorious for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I never feel that way when I'm seeing photos from places that I've always wanted to or I've never been, you know, right. or I've always wanted to check out because I like that. I like to kind of see what the experience was and the photos, you know, the architecture, the history there. It's just amazing. The picture, um, you know, they ta- told us about the food and how great it was. And, you know, uh, the wine out there was super nice and, and it was just a good time and so chill. And that was that's a, a country my dad said that if he had the money and he could do it. He wants to retire there. He wants to move there oh. in his later years, and he wouldn't mind dying out there in Spain. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. A little more, um, but it's pretty cool. Uh. Yeah, a little much, man. You want to finish out. But, you know, if that's where you want to finish your life, it's all good. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, dude, Spain's on is definitely on my list. My, when my brother went, he went to do the running of the bulls in Pamplona. Um, yeah, so he was actually – he 
my set, I have three younger brothers and he's the middle one. He basically is, is a world traveler. He, and, and he's got zero kind of fear. Um, he'll, you know, climb to the top of any, whatever mountain you want to. And he's not even a, a mountain climber. Um, he's the kind of brother who he, uh, decided one day he woke up and said, I think I'm going to start running marathons, signed up for his first marathon and then ran it. Didn't prepare for it. Didn't, you know, nothing just said, I'm going to do this. And he did it. So he said, I'm going to go, I'm going to run with the bulls. We were just like, whatever, right? (laughs) Next thing we know, we're just seeing pictures updated on his social media while he's out there from him running with the bulls. I was like, holy crap. He's insane. (laughs) He's insane. That takes a lot of gall. That takes a lot of gall. I'll tell you that much. Good for him. So yeah, Spain, my number four. Okay. Very good. Actually, my uh, wrestling coach in high school. Uh, I'll give him a shout out, Coach Martinez. He's a Sp- he was my Spanish teacher. He actually went to college in Barcelona. Oh, nice. He went there, so we got to live that for like four, five, six, whatever, however long he was there for. He got to live and kind of be a part of that culture uh, for you know for an extended amount of time. So that it's, I, I'm sure it's it's. I picture Spain almost on like the same beauty like level as like Italy in some cases. I hear a lot of cool yeah. stories. I've seen a lot of cool pictures. So. Um, countryside yeah yeah so i think that's a that's a great one uh my number four is one that uh you already mentioned italy a little bit uh me being an italian and never having having to see the motherland it's almost it's almost a little shameful uh (laughs) but honestly there's not one there's like not one place i can truly truly pick over another but if i had to pick one specific part of italy it would probably be have to be rome for me oh yes Part of the history aspect, you know, being fascinated with the old world, uh, you know, classic Rome, the Colosseum, and and so, you know, all, every aspect of that, the architecture, and, and, of course, the food, me being a larger, beefier fella, I love me some food. And <laughs> um, <laughs> Italy's got it. I mean, the closest thing I've ever had to, like, Italian, like, traditional Italian pizza, they have a place in New York City called Italy, and it's a bunch of off-the-boat Italians making food and pizza, and it's actually really, really good. Nice. Uh, but I don't know if it takes, if it, you know, I don't, I don't know what the food exactly tastes like in Italy. So uh, right. hopefully something I get to experience. My family moved over from there in the early 1900s. I think, it's, well, not specifically Rome, but like Sicily, just various parts of it. Uh, and, oh man, what a, just a wonderful place. Just, I it's hard to explain. It, 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 for a lot of these places, it's really hard to explain. But fact- yeah. photographer senses, you know what I mean. I just have, I'd have a field day. I wouldn't be oh, able. To, I wouldn't yeah. be able to go with my wife because I would annoy her. That's how much. Oh, stop! We gotta take a picture. I got. Yeah, this all right. of the ancient architecture, <laughs> dude, and all of the history there. Like you said, his, historically, even the fact. I mean, this is a place that. Uh, at one point was the center of the world this is where yeah. every this is this was the bustling center of one of the greatest empires you know in ancient times yep. so uh all roads yeah, lead to rome put, all roads there you go all roads lead to rome that was the that was the old old phrase back in the day so yeah that is my yes, that sir. is my number four uh all right what is your number three Number three. Uh, this one was tough. My top three were tough to kind of put in a specific order because the three of these places I really want to go to. So number three is Australia. Uh, has always been a place I've wanted to go to ever since I was a kid and was super, fa- again, a love of animals. So I was always fascinated with the kangaroo, you know, the koala, um, 
the ta- when I found out that the Tasmanian devil was a real animal, which was after I'd already been watching <laughs> Looney Tunes for a while, I was just like, where is this place? And I heard it was an, uh, an island off, uh, you know, off of Australia. I was like, okay, I got to go there, right? Um, then I found out as you get older, you find out that it's probably one of the most dangerous, you know, countries in the world uh, in regards to, you know, natural life there because it's got like poisonous spiders, poisonous snakes, scorpions. There's all kinds of crazy things out there. Um, but still, you know, there's so much to it that to me has always been kind of fascinating. I want to see the structures like like the Opera House. You know, it's a very famous structure. Um, I want to I want to go out uh, go on the out those outback kind of um, what do you call it when they take you out in the jeeps and you just kind of drive around and check little it out dune out buggies there. and stuff. Oh yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Heck yeah, dude! I want to <laughs> go out there and throw. I want to throw a, a boomerang, right? Because it's like it just feels like this is the, this is where you're supposed to do that stuff. And I want to walk around and say throw a shrimp on the Barbie. Um, but yeah, Australia has always been one of those those kind of places that fascinated me, and and so much so that I literally we did we looked into how long it would take to get there and and how much that would cost, and we said you know we'll put that on our list, but not anytime soon because <laughs> it's an intense flight, dude, to get to Australia. That's an oh, intense for, flight. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's a little bit more uh, rigorous than the, than the flight to, to Hawaii. Uh, yeah. One of my old girlfriends actually had friends that lived in Australia and it talked about, you know, you get you got Sydney and, and just all the, of course, the kangaroos and, uh, you know, just, there's just so much, the animals, like giant spiders and stuff, like, it's like, the, the animals, it's like, it's like freak, like they're freaks, they're freakish, crazy, creepy animals uh, that are kind of out there, but it'd be kind of neat to see at least once, but the closest yep. thing I've ever experienced to Australia is Outback Steakhouse commercials. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Blooming onions and and, and this gonna, and that. <laughs> I was going to go there just for the delicacies, you know, the blooming onion. <laughs> I want I want a blooming onion. And I want it now. I'm not leaving till I and get. Like, one. <laughs> and they're like, "What is that? We don't know what that is. That's American made. <laughs> it's like uh, fortune cookies. Uh, exactly that. Uh, that's that's a great one. That's a great one. Australia's a you know they've had a rough 2019 year. I know there's a big for you know big fire there. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not sure how the recovery. It's been you haven't heard really much about it, but regardless, Australia, very very beautiful place. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's almost tropical, but like not really. It's it's weird. It's hard to explain, but I, I know exactly why you. That's a place you want to go to. All right, my number three. Yeah, these ones are going to be. There's, I got two that are just pretty much like countrywide, and then one that's very, very specific. Uh, my number three, and I would love to go see the United Kingdom slash England slash Great Britain. I don't think they call it Great Britain anymore, uh, but England. England would be fascinating <laughs> uh, one for me to go see. Of course, you get the Big Ben clock tower. Uh, my reason to want to go to England, period, would have to be because of the castles. The abandoned castles. No. Uh, there is a huge list of castles that are abandoned. It's all throughout Europe, but England has some really, really gorgeous ones that you can just kind of go. You can just kind of go and tour, uh, like with moats, like like moats. The, the classic vision of a castle, and you can you know that England has it, and they have they have a plethora because it's how spread out. England was back in the very early days when there was the Anglo-Saxons and and just mm-hmm. all sorts of different like factions of English people. There's castles everywhere, mm-hmm. and 
honestly, there's only a very small percentage used by the royal family to this day. You know, uh, there's ton, there's plenty more that are abandoned and just kind of up for visiting. And that would be something I would have to do. You know, everybody wants to go on like wine tours. You know, how people want to go on wine tours. They want to have all these different wineries. I want to go on a castle tour. I want to go to a United Kingdom, England castle tour. That is something I really want to see. So uh, England, period. England is the entire country. That is my number three. Nice. My number two is England. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how that works. Crazy. So, yes, dude, the castles, right? The history behind it, the idea of the old days of kings and knights and lords and manors and the fiefs and, like, that whole thing is, is very fascinating to me. Um, then the English towns. When you I see all these different movies, you know, and you see these different towns, they always have almost kind of like this kind of a quaint I don't know how, there's something about them that to me is different and fascinating because you don't see that in towns and neighborhoods in in America not no. as much you know in older you know New England states you'll see a little bit of what was influenced from the old mother country you know when they came over but overall like we don't see these kinds of like cobblestone streets or little twisting winding kind of roads and and, and homes and cottages and stuff uh definitely want to check that out um i don't know much about english food in that you know i've not heard much that oh you got to try this or that you know there's a couple things here and there that i've heard is is good but overall i think what i'd like is is the history and and and, you know the sites um but not for sure uh because again i'm a huge fan of soccer uh so i have to go see a manchester united match at Old Trafford. That's their field. I have to go see it there uh, before I die. I've seen them play, so I got that off my bucket list. I see. I saw them play against Barcelona, which was awesome. Got to oh, see really? them play against the greatest player in the world, Lionel Messi. Oh, um, that's so yeah, cool. Was, yeah, we drove down to Washington, D.C. They were on an American tour. They were doing this thing during the summer where they had a bunch of the teams come over and they had a tour where they went to all these different cities in the, in the country. So we drove down to Washington, D.C. to see it. So that was sweet, but I got to see uh, them play in their stadium, uh, in their home. But also, um, the modern game of soccer is the, the way we have it. The rules that were set up by the FA, which is the Football Association, uh, was born in England in a pub, right? Because back in those days, uh, when teams wanted to play play the sport, they'd get together and then decide on the rules before they played. So you get two teams and they were either going to play soccer or they would play a version where you can use your hands, which ends up becoming rugby later on. But okay. they would, they'd have to figure out how they were going to play and, and decide on their rules. Well, one day they just sat down and said, you know what? We're just going to say moving forward that there's this version and that's what, what rugby, rugby will become. Uh, and this other version, we're, we're, these are the rules. You can't touch it with your hands unless you're the goalie. You can only do this and that. So all those rules were literally decided in a certain pub in England, and I want to go there. I want to go to that pub and order a drink and just be like, I'm in the same room where those rules were established. So, yeah, England is my number two. That's an excellent one. Great oh, reasoning, even, too. Yeah, Great reasoning. You can't forget Stonehenge either, dude. Stonehenge is out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, there's so much about England that's just really, really cool, too. But, yeah, for sure, England. Excellent, excellent. Uh, my number two is going to be Switzerland. There's quite a few places. More specifically, nice. Montreux. I think it's pronounced Montreux. I probably don't have that correctly at all. But it's spelled M-O-N-T-R-E-U-X, Switzerland. Uh, the, I love, I'm like fascinated when I see videos of like the Swiss Alps. 
right? Oh, and you get all yeah. these little these little town. It's, I mean, it's a beautiful mountain as it is, right? It's a, it's a beautiful uh, just piece of nature. And then you get these little towns and cities that are just planted alongside of it. And every every one of these places has this beautiful view of the Swiss Alps. I was looking through some images, and uh, Montreux, again, hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly, uh, is probably the nicest one. It's fixated right on a little lake. It's like this quiet little lake town. Uh, fixated right, right on a lake, and then in the backdrop, you just see the Swiss Alps in it. Uh, it looks perfect with, like, i seen it with fall foliage, and it was really, really nice to see that. Uh, it, it really made the place pop, I guess, uh, for me. So that there's all sorts of different little, you know, towns and cities, of course, around the Alps. But Montreal was probably visually my favorite one that I was looking at uh, for specific purposes. But, uh, yeah, Swiss Alps, man. Swiss Alps, pretty much anything around it. Uh, I don't think I've ever been on an actual mountain before. I've driven through, like, mountainous territory, like West Virginia. It's just all driving there. But I've never been to, like, a really, like, well-known, cool place like the Swiss Alps. So uh, to be able to see a little old school village town and have that in the backdrop, photographer, just wet dream right there, uh, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it'd be cool to just kind of, it seems very lax. Like even just the pictures just look relaxing. Get out, stay in a whatever, a, what do they call them, a, a hostel or whatever they have. And mm-hmm. just just stay there and just chill out and relax. So no, that would, that, that's definitely my number two. Yeah, uh, you were saying it right. It is Montreux. Uh, okay. The reason I know you're saying that right is because it features um, heavily as a focal point to the true story, which are in the lyrics to the song "Smoke on the Water" by Deep Purple. Oh, they open the, it opens the line. We all came out to Montreux on the Lake of Geneva shoreline. Uh, they, they did. They Deep Purple went out to Montreux, Switzerland to record. Uh, and while they were out there, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention were playing a concert uh, at a place where some idiot in the crowd, and they say it, actually, it's the lyrics, it's actually in the lyrics of the song, but some idiot uh, shoots a flare gun at a ceiling, right? And it was a, it was kind of like the, a, a tattered ceiling. And then right. the, and the, the, the place went up in, in flames. Um, you know, everybody Jesus. in the bands, they were all okay, but that's the smoke on the water was them watching it burn with the smoke just blowing across J- Lake Geneva. Wow. I had go. no idea. That is a and really you, cool tie-in. <laughs> and now, now you really want to go to Montreux. Check that. I'm gonna um, listen to I'm gonna listen to that song again on the way home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely do, definitely do. It's it's really cool when you start listening to the lyrics. Uh, it's, it's basically just kind of saying what happened that day they saw the fires. Oh, no kidding! I'm on number one, huh? Yeah, yeah, the grand finale. All right, number one. Um, like you, man, I have to go to my motherland. My father was born in Peru, in South America, so I've always wanted to go to Peru. I've always wanted to go to the country that my dad was born in. I want to go to the little towns that he lived in. Um, I've heard a lot of stories of him growing up. Uh, you know, they when they went went back recently, four or five years ago, came back with a bunch of pictures again, and we sat through them, and, and I was just like, man, I got to go out here. Uh, the the coast of Peru where they went to stay reminds me of the west uh, the west coast of the United States. So uh, the Northwest, a lot of the coast isn't like super nice sandy beaches. A lot of times they're literally like cliffs that the the land just drops down before you see the beach. Do you know what I mean? So like you yeah you you have to take stairs that that take you all the way down to the beach from the actual coast itself. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's places I want to see. Machu Picchu 
is considered one of the great wonders of the world. The uh, you know, it's got the all the old structures from back in those days, uh, back in the ancient times. I want to go check that out. Um, there's just so much there that I want to see. And again, it, it's it's my roots. It's where my the, a lot of my dad's family still is. Uh, so I'd like to kind of go out and just meet them and see how things are and just kind of immerse myself in the culture. Um, but yeah, number one for me is Peru. Perfect. Perfect. All right, my friend. Excellent one. Of course, it's Peru's a fun one. It's it's neat to always get you know want to you know to aspire to kind of go back to your, your where your family's from, uh, and it sounds like a just a beautiful beautiful place. So, excellent. I'm here for it. Uh, my number one is well, it's not my homeland, but it's a place I'm very very like in, enthralled in, I guess, uh, and it's the country of France. France. Oh, yes. I don't know why, but I am like in love with French French culture. All right, uh, like I learned a lot about it in high school. Obviously, France is one of the world's superpowers back in like the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hundred. It's been it's been prominently featured. It's always been one of these first world countries. Uh, my favorite historical character ever was Napoleon Bonaparte, and he obviously was a leader of France at one point in uh, in world history great military general uh, but yeah the like dress dressing culture architecture you know there's there's a couple different places in France that I, I really want to go check and see uh, one is the burial place where uh, Napoleon Bonaparte's body is and that's less lace in I think that's how you pronounce it uh, that's his his tomb is he's that's where he's at and in this like burial just cemetery I don't even know it's a cemetery it's a tomb it's pretty much a, a, a tomb uh, the other place too and it's something that I was taught a lot about in high school and middle school was the is uh, Versailles the palace of Versailles a lot of history has mm-hmm. happened in there uh, and actually I was taught it was either Louis, Louis the 14th I think he had a water fountain in there he had a water fountain built for him and what I learned about in that was that it used up so much water that they would they would have to notify him when he was or he would have to notify people when he was passing by they only turned on this water fountain when he was in the courtyard which i found really really fascinating uh no kidding yeah yeah crazy a lot of lot of histories happened there i think the world uh, there's a treaty of versailles for world war 1 mm-hmm. uh when mm-hmm. You know, Hitler and the Germans took over France and became Vichy France in World War II. They mm-hmm. stationed themselves in Versailles. They, I think, they France officially surrendered with a contract signing in the Palace of Versailles. So that's a really cool one. Of course, you got the, uh, you know, there's just so much architecture. I'm not sure about the food. Not, I, I've not heard too many good things about French food uh, personally, <laughs> but uh, I would put up with it. I, I would definitely put up with it for to spend a week there. Uh, just again, the history. Europe is that one. Like overall as a continent, Europe is that one place that I would like to road trip. Get there, yeah. Road trip, see as much as I can, and boogie out. Uh, that would pro- that's probably my overall dream trip. But uh, France as a whole is just that's my number one. Uh, just yeah. Yeah, I got to agree with you. You're, there's a lot of Europe that I've always wanted to see, and a lot of it is tied to history. Being a fan of history, I've always been fascinated with World War II. Yep. Um, so the, the beaches, the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, were, that's a huge the, one. The, the invasion happened in France. I always wanted to check that out. I always wanted to do the uh, the, 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 under, the under 
the, the channel thing, the thing they have on the, t- the channel, I think it's called, the tunnel under the channel, the English channel, oh, and you can yeah. go from England to France by driving. That's right. Underwater. Yeah. I have heard that. Um, I thought that'd be cool. And then obviously Paris, right? Like the, the back in the day, that was like the spot for art and fashion. Like the they always said what the next thing in art and fashion was going to be was France. And I think it's still to this day in regards to fashion, it's still the Mecca. It's that, still that place that, you know, that people point to and say they know what's going on in fashion. But yeah, dude, I agree with you. France is one of those great ones. That one's got to be on my, I got to knock something off and put France in there. <laughs> it could be, I mean, I'll, I'll give it an honorable mention pass. No, uh, <laughs> I got, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Well, there it is, everybody. Top 10. Uh, places that we, myself and Chris, want to go see before, you know, everything's, life is all said and done. And, and of course, as we make these lists, we want you to kind of get in that mindset. I want you to think along with us, right? I want you, the listener, to think, what really put it to perspective. Where do I want to go? All right? Where, where are these places I've never been before that I really want to see for the first time before, you know, life is all done? Uh, you know, and I said a little bit last week, you know, uh, don't wait on these. I've waited on trips before, waiting on going to places that I've always wanted to go to. And even though I've seen those places, I still regret waiting as long as I have. Uh, yeah. New York City and Indianapolis are the first two that come to mind. And they're you know they're places that are very near and dear to me. And just don't wait. If you can make it happen, make it happen. Not... Check off these te- these bu- these they're essentially bucket lists. These lists we make. If there's something you want to accomplish, please make every effort you possibly can to go and, and and experience that because you'll keep putting it off if you don't. You'll just keep putting off and making excuses for it. But uh, and you and you never know when when the chance for for you to do it gets taken away. Too, yeah, right. Like like a lot of these European places I've always wanted to go to, and now. It's kind of like I don't know when that's going to happen. So, it, yeah, whenever you get that chance, man, really take it. Uh, even even to speak to like when me and my wife took that cross-country road trip, we took 28 days. She took a leave from her work. I quit my job. But we saved for it. We saved before we did it. And it didn't it didn't take that long to save. I think it took us a year and a half, two years to save $5,000. And we didn't even use the entire $5,000. Oh, wow. And we were able to, yeah, we were able to rent an SUV, a, a Ford, uh, no, it was a, a Toyota RAV4. Um, and we stayed at motel sixes and red roof ends the entire time. We didn't like camp out anywhere or nothing. We stayed in hotels. So we spent money on that food, gas, and that was it. Oh, and then, then like, if you went to a park or you went to a, you know, a, you wanted to go check something out, we spent money on that, but you can do it. It's, it's, it's a possibility. It just takes the time to actually sit down, figure it out and then save the money. Cause you can do it. It's, it's not impossible. Anyone can take a month long cross country road trip around our country. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope, uh, this list inspires some somebody to kind of do that and go forward with it. But, uh, Chris, thank you so much for being my first guest. All right. Being the oh, first guest pleasure, on the show. Dude. This is a great time. It was great to chat about, again, like we said at the top of the show, non-podcasty things uh, while, yeah. while doing it for a podcast, of course. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is fun because I feel like I know you better now. Right, I feel like sitting down. Uh, I, I know yeah. your interests a little bit more now uh, that I never knew before. So I'm looking forward to doing this style of listing with, uh, you know, probably Chris again in the future, but other members of our network and people that I've never really gotten to talk to uh, beforehand and getting close with them. So uh, this is it. This is the end of episode two. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, by the way, do you even list? Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. What are you recording? I'm currently recording a Vinyl Divers podcast. Vinyl Divers? What's that? Vinyl Divers is a podcast that I do where I talk 
everything music related from bands that are on vinyl that I've collected, uh, old vinyl that I found and purchased, to bands that I am currently listening to on iTunes and Spotify, because guess what? I can't afford all the vinyl that I want. But it's a vinyl podcast. Yes, essentially. It's a music podcast that started off as a vinyl podcast. Is there diving involved? There is diving into podcasts and vinyls. Where can I find vinyl divers? Find vinyl divers on the network app, BICVP-radio.com. Sweet. Keep diving. <laughs>